Brother Jacob has our special this morning. Bibles this morning, look with me in Isaiah chapter 9. I'm glad I know who holds tomorrow, and I know that he holds my hand, and I am, boy, isn't it great to be saved this morning? It has been good to be in the Lord's house. The music has been wonderful. Uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, we're here for the sole purpose of bringing honor and glory to Jesus Christ. And though man has done a lot of good things, and we, some of us have done good things, but I'm going to tell you there's one above all this morning, and it's Jesus Christ. And we're here today to lift Him up, exalt Him, and He said if we exalt Him, that He'd draw all men unto Him. And so that's my prayer this morning as we lift Him up, 
that he would draw people unto him. And his word said he is. So let's go to his word this morning, Isaiah chapter 9. Would you stand with me for the reading of God's word? Isn't his word wonderful this morning? Isaiah 9, we're going to read one verse in verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for your word. Lord, some six, seven hundred years before Jesus came to this earth through the prophet Isaiah, you told us that one day a Savior would come. Lord, I want to thank you for the greatest gift ever given to me. Lord, I've received a lot of good gifts in my life, but none compares to that gift in Jesus Christ. Thank you for giving me your only begotten Son. Lord, I love these people today, but not enough to give them my only Son. But you did that for us, and I praise you. Lord, I ask for strength this morning. I ask for guidance. Lord, may your hand and your touch be upon me. Lord, I need, I want to be filled with your Holy Spirit. I don't want to be seen this morning, but I want Jesus to be seen. I want Him to be lifted up. I want Him to be glorified, Lord. And I pray, Lord, a hedge of protection about this place. I claim Your blood upon this message, Lord. May we apply it appropriately. And if there's one individual in here that's never received that free gift of salvation, I pray that they would receive it this morning. Before it's eternally too late, Lord, I love You. And I thank You for all that You've done for me. And all of this I ask in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. I want to speak to you on the subject of the greatest gift ever given. The greatest gift ever given. We all know that Christmas time is coming. We all know that we're right there at that time where we're going to gather with our families. We're going to gather up and we're going to cook. And we're going to cook too much. We're going to eat too much. We're going to get together and we're going to have a good time in the Lord and and, and we all know the, the most favorite time of Christmas, especially the kids. And as much as we as adults don't want to mention it or talk about it, we like it too. The time of gifts. Getting in there, ripping those gifts open, seeing what we got. It's an exciting time. And I'll tell you, uh, at my in-laws, my, my youngest daughter had already got into some of her gifts. She's already been opening her gifts. And the kids are so excited. And isn't it wonderful to get in there and have a good time with your family and receive all the gifts that we have spent so much time on. And all of that has its place and it has its purpose. But I'll tell you, we sometimes it's easy to get unfocused. It's easy to get uh, our priorities uh, out of order. And the reality of it is, the most important thing about Christmas is not the, the tradition of giving gifts, but it is celebrating the fact that the greatest gift was ever given to us was by God when He gave us His only begotten Son in Jesus Christ. It's not about the gifts that we are getting. It's about the gifts that we've already been given. And I'm going to tell you the greatest gift that humanity has ever received is the gift when God the Father looked down upon us and said they need a Savior. 
And He provided for us a Savior. Let me tell you, He provided for us somebody that could do something for us that we couldn't do for ourselves. And here it is, some six, seven hundred years before Jesus ever stepped foot on planet earth. The Bible said that Isaiah came and he prophesied of a coming Savior. And over and over again, prophets prophesied that a man would come by the name of Jesus. And I want you to know that Jesus is the greatest gift. And over 2,000 years ago, there Jesus, the Son of God, was born into this world. I want you to know that the Son of God, Jesus Christ, is truly the greatest gift ever given to humanity. I want you to know and understand this morning that Jesus is a gift. Webster defines gift as something given voluntarily by one person to another without compensation. I want you to know that God has given you something for free. How many, how many people in here like free? Everybody raise your hand. If you don't, you're lying this morning. We all like free. Free's better. And I'm going to tell you something. God gave us a free gift. I've never seen anybody get to the Christmas tree and turn away free gifts. But I've seen people and and thousands of people turn away the best gift ever given. And may I tell you, it's a free gift today. And Jesus Christ was given to us by God. And the Bible said in Romans 6, 23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Ephesians 2, 8, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. I'm not saved because I earned it. I'm saved because God gave me a free gift today. I'm not saved because I deserve to go to heaven. I'm going to heaven today because God gave me a free gift in His Son, Jesus. And what this time of year is all about is celebrating the fact that God has given us a free gift in Jesus. You don't have to earn it. Praise God this morning. (laughs) Because I would fall short. But it's freely given to each and every single one of us this morning. I want you to know that our need for this is great. I want you to know our greatest need is not for a better president. It's not for better politics. It's not for better congressmen. It's not for that. Our greatest need this morning is of a Savior. Do you realize today that our greatest need is that we're dying and we're going to hell? And that problem needs to be fixed. And it's fixed today because God gave us His only begotten Son. And I want you to know that your greatest need this morning is to be saved and it is to receive that free gift as your personal Savior. It's not good enough for you just to recognize that God loved us and He gave us His only begotten Son, but we must receive Jesus as our Savior. It's not good enough for Lacey to say, okay, Josh, here's a gift, and I'm not going to let it just sit over there and let it rot, am I? I'm going to go over there and I'm going to grab it up. Well, let me tell you something. God gave us a free gift. And some of us this, this morning needs to go to God and grab up Jesus. And we need to receive that gift and apply it. Our greatest need is of a Savior. Notice this verse, and I want to break this verse down. If you're with me, say amen. The Bible says, for unto us. Isn't that wonderful this morning? For unto us, the gift that God gave, He gave it to the world. It's a universal gift. But that universal gift applies to each and every individual. 
I want you to know that for unto us means that God gave unto us individually a gift in His only Son, Jesus. For unto us. Why was He born? For unto us. He was born unto us, wasn't He? He lived unto us. He died unto us. He was buried unto us. He was resurrected unto us. Do you realize that we're the reason Jesus came to the earth? We're the reason that He went to the cross. We're the reason that He was in a tomb. And praise God, we're the reason that He's sitting on the right hand of the throne of God today. For unto us... Boy, that's humbling. Because you, you realize in the speck of everything, in the light of everything, I am just a speck in the midst of this universe. And God looked down, and yes, it's a universal gift. But Brother Trey, it's a personal gift. He gave it to me individually. And yes, He wanted all of Hamburg to be saved. He wanted all of Arkansas to be saved. Y'all know Razorbacks, they need salvation this morning. And I got some amens on that. Y'all see me after church. I won't find out who amen that. The gift is universal, but it's individual. And I'm so glad that my salvation in that gift is a personal gift. And He's a personal Savior. He's not just this big Savior that sits above all and He's just universal. Yes, He's all that. But He's personal today. And I'm glad that I can receive that personal gift of Jesus Christ. For unto us, unto us. You say, preacher, I don't believe in Jesus. I'm an atheist. It don't matter. It don't matter if you believe in it or not. He still came here for you. Well, I don't believe in that Bible study. It don't matter what you believe. Believe it or not, He died for you on the cross. Believe it or not, He's sitting at the right hand of the throne of God today. Believe it or not, He wants to save you today. Well, I wasn't raised that way and I don't... Listen, God's still God whether we believe in Him or not. Jesus is still Jesus whether we believe in Him or not. We must understand that He came for us. Unto us. For unto us that personal, individual gift that God has given us. Are you with me this morning? Notice what he said. For unto us a child is born. This speaks to the humanity of Christ. I want you to understand that when Jesus came to the earth, Jesus was in heaven. The Bible said, in the beginning, God. That's Elohim, that plural. That means God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. God the Son was at the beginning of creation. Jesus is the Alpha. He's the beginning, isn't He? He's always existed. Jesus has always existed as a God. But 2,000 years ago in Bethlehem, God became flesh. And the Bible says right here in this Scripture that a child is born. It speaks that a literal child was born. And the reality of it is that God became flesh. He became a man. And on the outside, God came down. He left the glory behind there in heaven. And He came down and He robed Himself with humanity. And He was born of a virgin. And He was born and and laid in a manger and in swaddling clothes. I want you to know that everything on the outward appearance, Jesus was a man. God became a man. The Bible said the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and of truth. May I tell you, Jesus didn't have to do what He did, but He did it because He loved us. Jesus 
pure, holy, righteous, the Son of God. He didn't have to do what He did, but He left His throne on high and became poor so that we might be rich through Him. Well, I don't know about y'all, but nobody else in my life has ever sacrificed the way Jesus has for me. I want you to know He was all man. You know what that means? He didn't have to go through what He went through. But because He was all man, He saw road just like you saw road. He felt pain just like you felt pain. I want you to know that he went through things that every other man goes through in this life. So when you say, well, God, you don't understand, let me tell you something Jesus understands this morning. Because he went through every single thing that you've gone through and even more. Why? Because he became a man. He was tempted. (laughs) He was led away and tempted. He, He was tried just like me and you today. But praise God, He never gave in to that temptation. Praise God, He's a sinless Savior. Do you realize Jesus never sinned? He never gave in to the temptation of the devil. And everything that came His way, He he trumped it. He was up above it. I'm going to tell you, Jesus is above sin today. He went through everything you faced, but praise God, He wasn't just a man. Amen? He was more than just a man. And notice what the Bible says, For unto us... For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Whose son is given? God the Father's son. A son is given to you. This speaks of the deity of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Colossians, For in Him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. What does that mean, preacher? That means when Jesus came, He may have had the robes of humanity on the outside, but on the inside He was all God. And that's what it took for Him to be our Savior. It took more than just a man. It took a God. Do you remember when He went with Peter, James, and John to the Mount of Transfiguration? And the Bible said that Jesus got before them and He transfigured before them. You see, they were used to walking with this man and they were used to what He looked like on the outside. They were used to seeing it with their eyes and looking on Him. But that day they got a glimpse of something they'd never seen. And the word transfigure means that everything on the inside was seen on the outside. And they got to see Him for who He was. And they realized that this was not just a man, but this was a God-man. That yes, on the outside He was flesh, humanity, but on the inside He was all God. And let me tell you something today. Jesus was more than a man. He's the Son of the living God. He's more than just a good prophet. He's more than just a good man that lived a good life. He's above all today. He's the Son of the living God. And this speaks to the deity of Christ because He's not just from the earth. He came to us from heaven by the seed of God. I'm going to tell you that Joseph was not his earthly father. We, we, in our terms today, would call him his stepfather. But I'm going to tell you, his father was not on earth. He is of the very seed of an almighty God. Boy, isn't that awesome today? That's what puts him up above everybody else. And do you realize this was given freely to you? This was given freely to you. Now, how many love Jesus this morning? We have 300 here. How many love Jesus this morning? How many thinks he's just awesome? I mean, let's get real. Isn't Jesus awesome today? I mean, Jesus is the greatest thing. And all the gifts that I've ever received for Christmas, all those things that I've gotten for free, awesome. 
But nothing compared to knowing Jesus. Nothing compared to that day when God gave us His only begotten Son. I'm going to tell you, it's the greatest gift. Now, for a second, y'all just bear with me, and I'm just going to brag on him for a minute. Notice what he's saying. He's worth bragging on this morning, isn't he? He's worth exalting and lifting up. He's worthy to brag about. Notice what he said. And his name shall be called. This speaks to the attributes. Boy, Jesus says a lot of things, isn't he? Notice what he said. His name shall be called Wonderful. In the Hebrew, the word wonderful means supernatural, extraordinary. I want you to know everything about Jesus is extraordinary. Everything about Him is above everything that we know of humanity. He's extraordinary. He's supernatural. That means there was nothing common about Jesus. He wasn't just an everyday man. Jesus is above all. I want you to know that He's extraordinary in His words, in His works, in His ways. And I'm going to tell you that He was extraordinary, He is extraordinary, and He always will be extraordinary. I'm going to tell you there's nothing greater or nobody greater than Jesus Christ. He's above all today. And though I love winning ball games, though I love sports, though I love that, there is nobody greater than Jesus Christ today. He's extraordinary. He's supernatural. He's above everybody in this room this morning. You say, are you trying to lower me in stature, preacher? I sure am. Because huh. I'm trying to exalt Him. And I'm telling you, He's awesome. He is extraordinary. Notice this next word. Oh, I love this. Counselor. To counsel means to advise, to counsel, to purpose, devise, and plan. And one who counsels, a counselor is one who guides you from where you are now to where you need to be. The purpose of a counselor is one that steps in to guide you to the place that you need to be. There was a time that I was lost, dying, and going to hell. Jesus came into my life and He guided me to where I needed to be. I'm going to heaven because of one reason, because He's my counselor today. And He has guided me to that place called heaven. He has guided me to a relationship with God. I'm going to tell you, we don't look for it. Let me tell you, we don't look for God because we're sinners. But He comes to us. He seeks us out and He guides us. Aren't you glad for that guiding hand? How about this whole world you go through, child of God? Aren't you glad that there's somebody to grab you by the hand and say, Come on, let me lead you through? I got two amens on that. Come on, people, wake up. Aren't y'all glad that when everything is going wrong, there's somebody to grab a hold of that hand and say, come on? Aren't you glad when you get that bad phone call, we have that counselor there to guide us and lead us? Aren't you glad when the marriage is falling to pieces, when the kids are horrible, when the job is bad, that there is somebody there to pick us up and guide us and lead us to where we need to be? I don't know about y'all, but I'm glad to be saved this morning. And I'm glad to know that He's my counselor. Notice this, the mighty God. Man, I'm telling you, I get excited about this. You know what mighty God means? It means hero. It means hero. Connor loves heroes. Turns on the TV. We got Superman, Spider-Man, Batman, every man in in the world that you could imagine. And what do they do? Their whole purpose is to step in in the time of need, to step in to save somebody's life. And I'm not trying to bust anybody's bubble, but there's only one true hero today, and his name is Jesus. 
There's only one that has the power and the ability and the authority to step in and to rescue us today. And His name is Jesus. And I'm not trying to take away anything from anybody else, but I'm trying to exalt Him this morning because He's deserving to be exalted. He is above all. And I'm telling you, He is the mighty God. He is above all. And He can step in in your situation and rescue you from what you're facing today. There was a time that I was facing the devil's hell. And I'm telling you, my hero stepped in and he saved the day. And now what heroes do? They step in and they save the day. Jesus stepped in and saved me. And I'm going to tell you, he can do it for you this morning. Notice this. Stay with me. I'm just going to keep bragging on him. Notice what he said, the everlasting father. The word father means producer or source. (laughs) Jesus is our source to God. He is our source to heaven. He is our source to abundant life. There's no way to get to God except through Jesus because He is our producer. He is one that brings us in unto the Father. Notice this next one. The Prince of Peace. The Giver of Peace. I'm going to tell you, you want peace. You're not going to find it in this world. But you'll find it right here. You want true peace. You've got to go to Jesus, the one who can give you peace. The Bible said, The peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Aren't you thankful for that peace that passeth all understanding? I don't have to worry about it all. Even when everything's going wrong, there's a peace inside of me. And that only comes through knowing Jesus as my personal Savior. Why? Because He's the Prince of Peace. He is the giver of peace. Now, I'm going to throw two more names out there. I want you to look with me in Matthew 1. Matthew 1. And if we went a study through all the names on Jesus, we'd be here all day. Because I'm going to tell you, He has many names because He has many attributes today. Because we cannot explain the greatness of God. We cannot explain the greatness and all the attributes of Jesus this morning. Because He's great. He's above all. Notice this when the angel appeared unto Joseph in verse 23. He said, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son. And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Another name given to him is Emmanuel, God with us. When Jesus came to the earth, God came to the earth. God was with them. And may I tell you today that God is still with us. God is with us. I'm not here today preaching out of my own power or my own spirit, but I'm here today preaching and worshiping in the spirit of a holy and righteous God. And Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there will I be in the midst of them. And I'm telling you today that God is with us this morning. What sets this place above every other place? It's because He is Emmanuel. He is God with us. When Jesus enters our presence, that means God has entered the house. God is with us. And that means when you get saved and you trust in Jesus as your personal Savior, that means God is now with you. And everywhere you go, God is with you. God with us. Isn't that great? God is with me. God is here this morning. Now notice this other verse. Oh, look at the greatest name. Look at the greatest name. Notice here in verse 21. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. 
for He shall save His people from their sins. Notice verse 25, And knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and He called His name Jesus. The greatest name above all names is the name Jesus. The Bible said in Acts 4 and 12, Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. There is only one name at that which we can receive redemption and the forgiveness of sins. And it is at the precious name of Jesus. It's not Baal. It's not Muhammad. It's Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Isn't it a precious name this morning? It's a name that is above all names for the sole reason because it's the only name that you can get saved under today. You call upon my name, I guarantee you your prayers won't reach through the ceiling. You, you call on Brother Jeff's name, it won't go past the ceiling, but you pray in the precious name of Jesus and you watch what happens. I'm telling you something, heaven responds when the name of Jesus is mentioned in faith. Go to Him today. And receive that free gift. You say, preacher, how do I receive it? By calling on Jesus. Lost person, if you're here this morning, you've never been saved, understand this. Jesus is a free gift given to you. Do not turn it away. I've never got to the Christmas tree and said, Lacey, I don't like that. Take it away. If I did, you'd never get me anything again. <laughs> but if you're here this morning and you're lost, that's what you've been telling God. God, I don't want it. God, I don't want it. Let me tell you something. The greatest gift ever given is Jesus Christ. The greatest thing in my life today is that I know who my Savior is. And I know if I leave this whole world today, I know where I'm going. I don't know about you, but that's awesome. And I'm so undeserving. And I'm so unworthy. But He's above all. He's extraordinary. <laughs> He's supernatural. He's awesome. All the adjectives you want to throw out there, throw it at Him. Because He's every bit of it. Amen. If you're lost this morning, would you be saved? Child of God, there's no other name. Don't ever leave that precious name. You need help in your family this morning, go to the name of Jesus. You need healing this morning. Go to the name of Jesus. Do you realize, child of God, we should never pray outside of the name of Jesus? If you pray outside that name, your prayers isn't leaving this room today. But you pray in the precious name of Jesus. You watch what happens. I want to end with this verse. You say, preacher, why do I need to call upon that name? Because Philippians 2, 9 and 11, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him. God exalted him. Not me, not you, not this world. That wasn't our decision. It was God's decision to exalt Jesus. It says here that wherefore God also hath highly exalted Him and given Him a name which is above every name. I'm telling you, the name of Jesus is above every name. You say, why, preacher? Because at that name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and the glory of God the Father. I'm telling you, it's the only name that will send the world to their knees. That's why. 
this morning. It's a name above all names. It's the only name this morning that demands our obedience and our faith. The precious name of Jesus. I've known some great people in my life. I've known some great preachers. The lost person, let me tell you about a man named Jesus who came in when I was lost, undone without God or His Son. And I remember that day just like it was yesterday, 13 years old in West Monroe, Louisiana. I needed a Savior. And Jesus came to me and convicted me of my sin and told me I was lost. And that day I put my faith in that hero. I put my faith in Jesus. And the mighty God stepped into my life and He saved me. And I'm telling you, He can do the same thing for you today. One time somebody said, Preacher, you know, every time you get up there, you talk about Jesus. We need something else every now and then. I said, shame on you. Because I'm telling you, all we need this morning is Him. That's all we need. Let's quit running everywhere else. And let's receive the free gift of salvation. I want to invite you to stand with me. And if you're here this morning, I want to ask you a question. If you died today, don't answer this out loud, but in your heart and in your mind, if you died today, where would you spend eternity? If the answer to that question is hell, may I tell you there's a free gift given to you. And there is no reason that you need to die and go to hell today because you can be rescued from that place called hell. Child of God, when's the last time you just stopped and praised Him? When's the last time you just stopped and you fell on your face before Him and said, Lord, You are great. You are mighty. You are extraordinary. Hey, He needs to hear it this morning. He needs us to exalt Him. If you're here and you need to be saved, please get saved today. If you've been saved and you need to be baptized, would you walk this aisle and make a profession of faith? And follow Him in Scripture baptism. You need to move your letter this morning. Let's do that.